0: Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Lawrence Sotsky. As CEO of Incentify. Lawrence is responsible for all business and technical operations. He is an accomplished high-tech CEO with a track record of successfully managing high-performing companies and teams. Most recently, Lawrence was CEO and founder of Hopscotch, a SaaS-based, venture-backed, mobile application development platform company in the sports and entertainment space. As a member of the SoCal Tech 50, Lawrence has been recognized for his contribution to the Los Angeles tech community. He has been instrumental in the successful exit of three companies. Lawrence's early career was in management consulting, where he worked for seven years at both Deloitte Consulting and Accenture. He graduated with honors from Claremont McKenna College with dual degrees in chemistry and economics. Well, good afternoon, Lawrence. Welcome to the show. Nice to meet you, Brian. I'm really happy to be here absolutely thank you so much and again uh it's, it's always a pleasure to speak to somebody new from either across the the nation or across the globe and that's what i do and i my number one favorite thing of the day. Believe me. I've all my guests have heard this probably (laughs) a thousand times, but, (laughs) but, but this is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So Lawrence, let's talk a little bit about, uh, we're going to go to these questions. I just want to talk a little bit about you and your company and what we can share with our audience. So you've got quite the career in consulting information systems. You're obviously an entrepreneur and now you're the CEO and director of Incentify. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? I sure can. So, uh,
1: so, so for me, I, I did start my career in management consulting, mostly at Deloitte Consulting when I was fresh out of fresh out of undergraduate. I realized uh, pretty early on. Uh, that I loved I love to sell. I, I did my consulting work, of course because you you have, to, you have to put a lot of billable hours up when you're working in, in the, big, the big management consulting firms. But I would spend all my time, all my free time that I had working with the partners and, and tinkering and working on sales presentations and proposals. And I just love to be in front of clients. Um, I, I attribute a lot of it to uh, my grandfather who, who um, uh, came from Nazi Germany. Uh, uh, and and started as a car washer, ended up being a car salesman and then owning a bunch of uh, car dealerships, just the most wicked salesman I've ever met, but probably another story for another time. But in any event, I, I love to sell. And when I left management consulting, um, which I loved also, I, I went into uh, high tech, I went into venture back companies, I was selling for companies, I was managing teams, and running, running organizations, and ultimately my last company, I, I got the opportunity to, to start my own company uh largely still kind of working hard on the sales side but running running a company which i was able to sell in february of 19 uh then came over here to incentify and and uh just you know really excited about the space that we're in and the impact that we're having on the american and global economy
0: that's awesome. And I love stories like that, you know, even your grandfather, and we'll definitely have to catch up on that again sometime. Um, you know, like you, uh, my, my grandparents and great grandparents on, on both sides, they, they immigrated also from uh, Germany and some of those European countries. So appreciate the story on that. And it, I think that, I think our grandparents, you know, have a definite influence on us. So thank, thank you again. For sure. So Lawrence, let's talk about the pandemic. Hopefully it'll be over soon, right? Because this is driving us all crazy, but you know, everybody shifted, adopted, innovated. Um, Like I said, the silver lining was the innovation out of this, but could you share with us what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy? Yeah, absolutely. So,
1: so, so for one um, the nice thing about our business is that we help companies, uh, find additional sources of revenue uh, or offset their tax liabilities. So either either cash or offsetting income tax, which is a really good thing, especially in a pandemic with so many so many businesses, Uh, so beat up. So uh, we actually, and I I almost hate to say it, um, but we got a little bit of wind in our sails from the pandemic because people started to turn to us and say, Hey, we're having a real hard time. We're closing stores. We're having to lay people off. Is there any way you can help us find a few extra nickels under, under these couch cushions? And and luckily the answer is the answer is absolutely. And I haven't talked yet about the space that we're in, but credits and incentives are a, a trillion dollar asset class where the government tries to incent Big businesses and small businesses um, uh, to do kind of things that they need done that they can't do on their own. So whether it's helping a depressed area, put a retail store uh, in to get some jobs going or whether it's helping to clean up some sort of environmental disaster, whether it's helping uh, to convert uh, petrol based companies to sustainable fuels uh, or, or building affordable houses. The government uses credits and incentives to help push their agenda forward. They also help quite a bit on recoveries, things like things like the pandemic. In fact, one of the things that we're we're pushing quite a bit right now through our marketing is the employee retention credit, which which is a credit that the federal government is offering companies that have been really beat up by the pandemic. And it's an excellent credit that all of your listeners, uh, if they have been affected by the pandemic, should really look into and and give us a call if they need some help uh, with the with the ERC credit.
0: Great, I love that, and that's some good information. Especially uh, our audience—we've got a lot of entrepreneurs and CEOs of companies that listen to this. So uh, that's that's very helpful, whether they've sure. taken advantage of that or not. But that's that's I appreciate the share. Sure. So you bet, Lawrence. So this is a tech platform. Uh, I'm a technologist, CIO, CTO, and and just love tech. But you're obviously leveraging some new or emerging tech in your tech stack. I imagine. Is there anything? that you can get into today to share with our audience?
1: Yeah. I mean, a a number of things, of course, we're using all the, all the latest, all the latest um, stacks uh, for, for building our technology. But one of the things that we're most excited about right now is, And one of the problems with the credit and incentive space is that there are so many databases in the offices of so many local economic development shops. So finding these credits and incentives becomes very difficult for big organizations. Um, So there are some companies out there that that try to put together a hodgepodge list of credits and incentives that might be available to companies but the the comprehensive list is still incredibly elusive so we've applied advanced technology things like things like web crawlers uh things like um you know the a lot of the buzzwords that you hear out there we're actually using pretty carefully things like um uh, things like machine learning, things like uh, artificial intelligence and we're, and we're scouring the web and pulling together a comprehensive list of all the credits and incentives that are available to a company at the federal state or local level, which is a very difficult job to do. There's billion dollar software companies out there that, that haven't done a very good job of this and we we've sort of figured out how to do this, which is adding a lot of value, not just to the companies that are able to find those credits, but also to those local economic development offices that are really hoping to pull some economic activity into their into their locale. That's the reason why they exist. They exist to try to pull businesses into their location. And we're, so we're trying to create that matching engine between people that are creating jobs or building some sort of infrastructure and those that need it in their particular local community. So that, that's the advanced technology that we're using that we're pretty excited about
0: uh, um, uh, getting out into the marketplace. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Lawrence. That's, that's great. And again, we just get a little bit of... Uh insights and nuggets from folks like yourself on this show. And it's really short. turned out to be some great, great wealth of information here on this short soundbite we, we put out every day. So Lawrence, let's talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, this is your one time you get a plug yourself, right? 10 minutes of pain. <laughs> so yeah. So is there something you can share from your career experience that might be helpful for those uh, in our audience that are looking to grow their career in tech or entrepreneurship?
1: Well, I I, uh, I came up on the sales side as I as I kind of mentioned earlier, and, and I think that um, the transition to CEO, while it, it's never easy, uh, I found it I found it somewhat um, uh, it felt so, somewhat comfortable because of my my background in in sales. I mean, I have a background in management consulting as well, so always comfortable talking to senior executives. But I think the sales side of it. Um, If, if, if someone is on the sales side and wants to kind of make it up to CEO, I think you're in a great spot. I think if you are coming up on the, uh, on the finance side, or if you're coming up on the tech side, you know, maybe spend some time uh, with your sales team and really understand what it takes to run a sales cycle. Because if you think about it. You're, you're always selling, whether you're selling an investor, whether you're selling uh, an interviewer like yourself, Brian, whether you're selling a new a new employee to come take your job over another or whether you're the one that's that's uh, talking to a customer and getting them to kind of tip over the edge and buy your product. You're always kind of selling somebody. Uh, so I think having a lot of credibility and a lot of passion uh, about what and, and a lot of belief as to as to what you are selling is a really important uh, point and one that you know from what I've seen. Uh, it's a little bit tougher for those that haven't come up on the sales side and don't have that, don't have that experience. So I I guess I would say that if you're, if you're a product person, a lot of, a lot of tech CEOs, a lot of entrepreneurs are, are product people because they come up with a great idea and they want to go start a company. Uh, Make sure you stay tight with your, your sales folks. And if you, and if you are not a seller yourself, uh, find someone, find someone that is, I think, I think maybe that's, maybe that's my second lesson is, is um, find a partner with something that you're really not that good at. Like I'm not, I'm, I, I, while I grew up doing a lot of tech, I'm not a, I'm not a technologist per se, but having a great partner, and I've got a great one here to incentivize, um, having a great partner that offsets some of the, some of the places where you're not quite as strong is is really, really important. So find someone that's not quite like you find someone very different from you and you'll do a lot better, uh, r- growing your company.
0: I love that. I really do. And I think, um, there's a lot to be said about, you know, where, where you've kind of, um, You know, got your first, uh, you know, your first home run in 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 your in your career, right? So I think everything has to do with a little bit of ingenuity, a little bit of hard work, maybe a little bit of luck, but but that background also does make a difference. And I believe people in sales do have kind of that, um, kind of that, I don't know, boardroom or executive, I guess they say presence, whatever that is. But uh, you're absolutely right, and I appreciate the sharing that because that's some good insights.
1: Yeah, and and just one more interesting uh, anecdotes to that, if, if I if I may. So I, I remember, um, so my my last company, Hopscotch, um, when I was I was appointed CEO by the private equity by the private equity shop, um, it, it was, and was really really I started the company, but took some assets from a previous company, kind of cobbled them together. And then I went and I got to go raise money. And I I didn't really know anyone in B.C. It was never my thing. I was always the sales guy. I never, never, never. I had no relationships in B.C., so I just treated it like a sale, like a sales uh, job. I, you know, I took a, I, I went out and looked for a hundred VCs that I thought would be of value to me. And I uh, put them all into a, into a database and I emailed all of them and I followed up with phone calls and I, you know, I whittled it down from, from a hundred down to 20. And then I got 10 meetings and I, and every, every single time the VCs like, Hey, how'd you get in here again? Did you, how, who did you know again? I'm like, Oh no, I just, I just co called. They're like, "Wait, what? You just co called?" <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know you weren't supposed to do that. I just. I just kind of powered my way through. So I thought that was kind of funny. Applying like a sales, a brute force sales methodology to a, a very sophisticated uh, kind of a process with with raising venture capital was, but
0: it served it served me pretty well. I raised twenty million dollars and sold the company. So it was it was a good it was a good time. That's awesome, and I have a similar story. Uh, you know, how I landed this big job is same way I'm doing unconventional things. And people are like, how did you get, you know? Yeah. Amazing how that works. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's awesome. It really is. So Lawrence, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you, Brian. Bye for now.